0: Um, today, I'm going to talk about returning to the Father's house. And Sunday, we're going to have also time to meditate in a different scripture about returning to the Father's house. Now, today, I'd like to uh, mention a sunset experience. And um, this was the experience of Jacob. Jacob uh, was traveling 800 kilometers, uh, returning to to uh, his parents' uh, homeland. Um, So he's going from Beersheba to Haran. And at sunset, he's really tired. And uh, he decides to sleep and he finds a rock. He uh, uh, puts his head on the rock. And while he slept, he had one of the most famous dreams in history. This was a, an, an uneasy sleep, and while he slept, uh, he uh, saw a ladder uh, that was uh, descending from heaven to earth, and there were angels uh, going up and down on that uh, ladder. So Jacob Jacob sees the ladder, and uh, this is the stairway to heaven, and I, I know some of you that like uh, music, you know this famous song, Stairway to Heaven, which is based on this dream but has nothing to do with this dream. So this is the dream of Jacob. And, and Jacob had never had an experience previously with, with God. In fact, he was going through a hard time. He was running away. He was afraid for his life. He's in an unknown place. And uh, last week I was uh, talking uh, here on Sunday about God as our refuge and uh, a song of ascent the people that travel and uh, seek god for help and today i'm mentioning this dream and uh, and so uh, uh, jacob knew about god from his father and from his grandfather abraham uh, there's abram isaac and jacob there's three generations so abraham had an experience a deep experience with god isaac also but here's jacob who is a deceiver, and he had never had an encounter with God. And it's sunset, and he's asleep now. And he has this amazing dream, he, this amazing experience with God. And when he wakes up, he says, truly, this is uh, uh, the house of God. This is a place where God speaks. And God is able to turn things around with every sunset. So maybe you're going through a sunset season in your life, Uh, you're confused, you're in a standstill, uh, maybe because of uh, this uh, plague, COVID, other things that happen in life, but I want to encourage you to have an encounter with God. Whenever we have a sunset with God and we trust in Him, He will show up, He will appear. But the verse I would like to mention, the two Bible verses, the two scriptures that are in Genesis chapter 28, and verses 20, 22. It's when Jacob did a vow to God. So he did a promise. And here's the promise: Jacob 28, uh, Genesis 28:20. 20, Jacob says, "If God stands by me and protects me in this journey on which I'm setting out, keeps me with food and clothing, and brings me back in one piece to my father's house, this God will be my God." This stone that I've set up as a memorial pillar will mark this place where God lives, Bethel, the house of God. And everything you give me, I'll return a tenth to you. So here's the vow. Here's the promise of Jacob. Uh, He says, if I do this trip, and God, I, I trust that you're going to take care of me. Clothes, food, shelter, everything that I need. And uh, as, as, as a vow, I will make a house for you. So uh, it's, it's like if, we, if you want to talk of an experience with God, it's like I'm uh, establishing myself in a church in the house of God. And he goes a little bit further and he says, everything you give me, I'll give you a tenth, which is a tithe. So uh, to put these verses in context, Uh, Jacob had left Beersheba when his father and mother uh, were, and um, he had never had an experience with God. But as soon as he has this experience, he vows not only his life, but he vows his finances, and he promises uh, to give God a tithe, which is 10%. This is nothing new for him, because his grandfather Practice this principle. His father practiced this principle, but not him. Uh, he heard about God. He heard about uh, experiences with God. But when he has the experience, he vows when he returns to the father's house, uh, he makes this commitment. And maybe some of you today are like Jacob. you never had an experience, a deep experience with God. Or maybe you go to church and you, you sing uh, songs, Jesus loves me, or uh, you've read the Bible, but there's no, not a personal deep experience with God. We need this experience. And uh, when uh, he said, he, uh, I will give you a tenth of everything you give me, it's, uh, it's like, let me give you this example. I have uh, three children and uh, and so when my children were growing up they didn't have any form of income and we had uh, christmas time and so we made sure that we gave our kids money so they could buy us presents so this is the same type of thing god doesn't need our money he blesses us in many ways he blesses us financially so we will bless him not because he needs But he wants to give us the privilege of giving him what he deserves. Does that make sense? So it's just like a little child that we say, oh, here, um, it's mom's birthday. Here's 20 bucks and go buy something for mom. So it's not that he worked for that money, but he receives it. And that's the promise of Jacob. He's saying God You will bless me with food, you'll bless me with clothes, you'll bless me financially, and I will return to you a tenth of everything uh, that you give me. And God doesn't need your money. Be sure of this. But we we give to God what belongs to God and to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. So that's why we pay taxes. I know many people are so happy today because they're not working and the government is paying them $2,000 for doing nothing. And uh, in fact, I'm one of these uh, uh, people that I'm receiving from the government like almost every Canadian. And it's a blessing. And we think, oh, it's free money. It's not free money. We paid for this money uh, all our lives in our taxes. So we're giving to the government, and the government now can take care of us. But let me tell you, if the government doesn't take care of you, God will. God will. And this is the assurance we have. And and the covenant that he's doing with God, Jacob is not doing a trade. He's not saying, oh, if uh, you will allow me to return to the Father's house, I will give you this. No, he's saying, I will return to the Father's house, and this is my commitment. And there is an emphasis today in many Christian circles on uh, New Testament giving or grace giving and people, will say, okay, if you can give something to the church, give something. And listen, I'm a pastor, and I've never forced or constrained people to give. But I, I think I should talk a little bit about this today. Because there's a commandment for us to give. And when we have an experience with God, we naturally give. It's a covenant relationship. It's like that child that receives that gift in order to give to mom and dad. He didn't work for it. He receives from mom and dad. And that's a prince. The principle of tithing works like this. It's like, uh, and let me give you another example. It's like when you teach a child to ride a bike, sometimes you put two little training wheels and the child uh, rides with those training wheels until uh, a point that there is balance and you can remove the training wheels and then uh, the child can freely ride the bike. And we're so happy when that happens. I still remember seeing my kids riding the bike and saying, wow, he did it or she did it. Uh, because they don't need the two little training wheels any, any longer. Let me tell you, tithing, it's the training wheels for giving. Because we should give a lot more than what we tied. And some people don't understand this. And maybe you're thinking, why are you talking about these things, about returning to the father's house? Because the father's house is the place of abundance. And the father's house is related to this blessing. It's a fresh start. Jacob needed a fresh start. He was running away. He needed more than just minor changes in his life. He needed a start over. He needed a brand new life. He needed the blessing of God. He had just stolen the blessing of the firstborn from his brother. He deceived his brother. He's running running away for his life because everybody hates Jacob, the deceiver. And here in the place of the despair, God meets Jacob. And when he uh, realizes the presence of God, he has to do something. And so the deceiver commits to giving tithes to God, to the Lord, and to build a house. And and so he goes on this journey, and Jacob's life that was in a point of confusion and contradiction changes completely. And as Jacob walks with God, he learns to worship God. That's the number one thing. He learns to worship God. And the number two thing, he, he learns to handle 90% as he gives 10% to God. Now, I'm not asking you to give money to the church, to give money to any ministry, to do anything. I'm asking you to be sensitive to God. Because, let me tell you, when I had a deep experience and encounter with God, I also read the Bible. I had this encounter, and I committed to give 10% to the Lord of all my income, and through the years, I've given the 10% and also my other offerings, which tops sometimes, uh, many times, the 10%, and this is really important. Now, let me read another scripture, because I, I read just one. Let me read another one in Jeremiah chapter 3 and verse 22. This is God speaking to his people, to his children, and he's a, it's a word of rebuke. Jeremiah 3:22. God says, return, faithless people, and I will cure you of backsliding. So here's God telling people to return, return, faithless people. So it's like a harsh rebuke. And, and he's, uh, God is, is telling his people to return, and I will cure you of backsliding. So each time we backslide, each time we turn our back to God, it's a good opportunity to have a, a, a twilight encounter, a, a, an end of the day encounter, an evening encounter with God. And uh, let me tell you that God's door is open. He is a father with open arms, willing to receive his children. He is not up to condemn, but to redeem. That's always the will of God. Return to God. That's what God wants. And this Sunday, I will share about the prodigal son, that son that rejected the father, but the father was waiting for him with open arms. That's Sunday. But today, I'm telling you about this sunset experience, and we need to have a sunset experience with God. It's like we get to the end of the rope. It's the end of the way. There's no way out. There's no exit. And God is right there, willing to change our life. And God wants to transform your life. And you're not listening to this message just by accident. You didn't tune into Facebook today to listen just to a guy speaking about God. No, God wants to have an encounter with you. And I want to challenge you to return to the Father's house. Today, it's your sunset experience. Maybe you feel that God has forgotten you, and you're uh, just on your way. Nobody cares for you. God cares. And he wants to change and give you an opportunity for a reset. As Jacob saw that ladder coming from heaven, he saw movement. He saw that there was something happening. There were blessings coming from heaven to earth, but none of those blessings were his. He saw those blessings coming up and down. He saw the angels of God going up and down. And he realized, oh, wow, there's a stairway to heaven. It's in this place. Not because just of the place. Because God is here and he wants to have an encounter with me. God wants to have an encounter with you today. Just allow this sunset experience to change your life. And when you have an encounter with God, you need to take action. Just as Jacob said, I'm going to do something that's hurtful, that's painful. Because, you know, Jacob loved money. Uh, You you know what they say sometimes about Jewish people uh, as a way of offense. But uh, it's it's a reality. Listen, I have many Jewish friends, and they're not offended when I tell that many of them, they really like, uh, you you know, their money. (laughs) That's a reality of, of life. And Jacob really liked money. And here's Jacob, the guy that is a deceiver, saying, I'm going to return 10% of everything I have to God. And he gave way more than those 10% because Jacob had this encounter with God. Now, uh, when we have a fresh start, we need to manage our life differently. We need to put God in the equation. Yes, we pay taxes. We, yes, we have expenses. Yes, there's so many things we need to do in life. And maybe you're thinking, oh, I wish I could have enough to give 10%. Listen, it's not from having enough, it's from having a covenant with God. Because when we have that covenant, you know what happens? God will bless you more and more and more and more. And those Jewish people that sometimes you say, oh, they really like money, they practice this principle. Because they've learned in the Torah, they've learned in the Old Testament. This principle of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That when we give to the Lord what belongs to the Lord, he will bless us. And he takes care of us. This is the promise of Jacob. He said, God, you're going to take care of me. I'm going in this journey. It's a dangerous journey. I don't know what to do. But I promise you that I will return to you a tenth of everything you bless me. And the tenth is not... A lot when you have plenty of abundance. Maybe you're going through a season of lack in your life. God wants to bless you. And today it's your sunset experience. Why don't you do a prayer with me right there where you are in your living room, in your kitchen, wherever you are? If you're driving your car, you can still keep your eyes open and do this prayer. But I, why don't you just commit your life to God? Maybe you didn't have yet this encounter, this experience. But I'm going to lead you in a prayer where you can ask God to meet you right where you are. And before we finish today, just make this covenant prayer with God. Just repeat after me. Dear God, I need you. I need you in my life. And I ask you to forgive me. Yes, I've been a deceiver. Yes, I've been a sinner. But I trust in the blood of Jesus Christ. I trust in God to change my life. God, I want to have an encounter with you. And yes, I want to return to the Father's house. As you told the people of Israel to return and to, that you will cure the backslider. God, just cure me, heal me, transform my life, bless me. And as you bless me, I, I promise God that I will bless you. And I will return to you uh, the many blessings you have in store for me. In Jesus' name, Amen. Now, if you did this prayer, I would like to hear from you. So right there, if you're on Facebook, there's the comment section. Just write your comments and I will uh, pray for you. And also, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to click subscribe right below and you will hear my messages each time uh, a message comes live. If you click also that little bell right beside the subscribe button. And I would like also to hear from you if you want to talk or if you want to have a conversation. Just message me right here on social media and I'll be more than happy to talk with you and to help you in this new path. God wants you to return to the Father's house. Now we're going to spend some time here at the Passion Center praying. And right after we finish... Um, we're going just to finish, to come to a conclusion in the stream, I'm going to read the prayer requests. If you have prayer requests, don't forget to post it there. And remember, in the sunset, when darkness is coming, when it seems that there is no hope, God is right there, willing to touch you and to transform your life. Now, this Sunday, I have a really exciting message, and we're going to have here praise and worship, we're going to have a band, we're going to have uh, different people here at the Passion Center. If you want to attend, feel free to come, 3609 Tashro Boulevard in Longale, if you're in the area. If you cannot attend, we will post also the message uh, after, um, we're not going to to be live at 10 uh, a.m., but we're going to post a little bit later on Sunday, and you'll be able to attend to this service on Sunday later on. So God bless you. Have a wonderful evening. And don't forget to just take time to return to the Father's house.